Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Good to have you along. Today, I want to look at something at the micro level, so not the big picture, strategic HR marketing type topic that we would normally look at or look at case studies or interviews and things like that. Today, just a a little dive into a tactical thing, and that's around simple productivity tips and hacks and systems that people use to be more efficient, save time, get more stuff done. And that's particularly important as we move into the remote work world where people are working on their own and not necessarily in an office environment. So, you know, it's hard to keep track of things or keep things moving. So I have got a bunch of different things here, no particular order that I thought you might be interested in checking out. And I've also asked a few people for some of their tips and advice. So the very first one is one of my favorites, and that is just simple using scheduling or calendar links. So there are different tools out there, Calendar Hero, Calendly, other things, but I just love them. I'm not sure what I'd do without them because back in the, before I was using them, I hated that email back and forth game. Do you want to have a call? Yes, when are you available? And then you wait for their reply. Oh, I can do Tuesdays and Thursdays. I can't do Tuesdays or Thursdays, but I can do Wednesday. And then you wait for them to come back. Oh, they can do Monday. I can't do Monday. Sorry, afternoon and morning, etc. Whereas what I do now is I send a link. Here's my link. It's connected to my calendar. The person looks for time slots that are suitable to them and they book it. And even better, it's connected to my Zoom. So when someone books a meeting through that link, it goes into my calendar, it goes into their calendar, and there is an automatic Zoom meeting connection link set up and put into that meeting request. So I didn't even have to touch that. It's wonderful. And we use that also. We manage podcasts for HR companies. And so when we launch and run them, we try to get our hosts of the show's to use a calendar booking link so that when they see an interesting guest or if someone asks to come on the show, they don't have to do the whole song and dance about booking a meeting or booking an interview time. They just take the link, use it, boom, it's done. And for instance, for our own podcast, A Better HR Business, we have a separate link for the podcast show. So you know how I said that it might automatically connect a Zoom link for that. It would create a separate Zoom link just for the podcast thing. If it's a strategy call or someone wanting to learn about how they can use our services to win more business, grow their business in the HR world, then we have a different link for that set up automatically. So wonderful tool, highly recommend it. I was asking people for their advice for different productivity tools and things. Pip Meacham in Australia, she, well, I'll read you the comment. She said, I love typedesk.com to insert chunks of text anywhere, especially because I can add variables into the template to prompt me to replace the text. And so it's one of her favorite tools at the moment. That's typedesk.com. So in other words, you I, I guess you type in a, some sort of code, a slash on the keyboard or something like that, forward slash, and then it prompts you to fill in the rest of the text and saves a lot of time. You know when you've got these repetitive blocks of messages, either LinkedIn messages or emails or things like that, you can have stuff pre-written, boom, in it goes. And I think that's a great idea. Katie Murray, she was saying to focus on what you're good at and then outsource the rest. And it's not necessarily always the cheapest option, but the right outsourcing can save you so much time and effort. And I completely agree. And so her top two so far have been a good an accountant, 
so she's a copywriter for the HR industry. And so that obviously takes all that bookkeeping headache away and also web design. And so she doesn't necessarily have the time or energy to figure out how to get it done. So just boom, get that done. And when we work with HR companies, part of what we do in the conversion optimization stage, it sounds fancy, but all that means is if you're going to go to the time and effort of getting people to visit your website, let's get a bigger bang for the buck. Let's get more people either booking calls or becoming part of your lead generation system. And so how do we do that? We might make minor adjustments to the website, add some wording, add some copy, change the menu, things like that, add some landing pages. Sometimes people who can do that internally or they might have designers or we, we've got sort of systems and templates that we use to make that very easy. But for other companies, yeah, it makes sense to outsource wherever possible for some stuff like the accounting, maybe like web design, etc. So yeah, great one from Katie there. Tamara Murphy, very practical Excellent tip, which was saying to use Outlook and OneNote together. So it keeps you organized. And so she sets up a tab for each one of her clients and everything is kept together, including the emails and when she has a to-do item for the client. And she can easily schedule time to do it in her calendar. All her meeting notes, details and updates are all together in the one spot, just perfect. She also likes to record it in OneNote and then she can record her meetings with her clients or any training she attends, etc., and then refer back to it as it's all in the one spot. So that way she can give her a whole attention to the one client at the time and not miss anything. So it's all systematically organized. So that's using Outlook and OneNote together. Mariana van der Valt, she was on my podcast and, and a tip that she suggested was making use of freelancers more substantially. And it's a way that she's improved her and increased her business growth and performance by doing it right. So yeah, I mean, over the years in HR and in marketing, I've used many freelancers for different things probably the first I ever did was getting a what was it a harassment awareness training program written up including the slides and everything which I rolled out across a large company and yeah it meant that we got the project done a lot faster and easier and so on so yeah using freelancers and consultants is a great way to focus on your core areas and focusing on core areas and things is Related to the next couple of people who suggested some excellent ideas. So Ruben suggested blocking off time in your calendar to talk to clients, prospects and partners and making it a habit, putting it into your calendar. And similarly, Deva suggested to identify what your business or company needs and recognize your strength and skills that will enable that and then block a part of the day every day to do it. So the deep work. I think that's excellent. So both Ruben and Deva, excellent advice in terms of blocking out time for those core activities, whether that's clients, prospects, partners, and all the deep work that will grow your business to the next level, block it out, put it into the calendar and make it happen, as opposed to just sticking it onto a to-do list and hope that it occurs at some point in the future. So yeah, put key tasks into the work calendar rather just onto a to-do list to make sure it gets done. Content creation. So you've probably heard about getting content and thought leadership made and stuff. So if you're doing this yourself or your team is doing it, obviously you can ask my team to do that for you. But if you're doing that for you, then you've probably heard about batching. So planning out one week or a month's content, writing it all up ahead in advance and preparing it, which is a great way to do things. Just one little tip around that is to try and do the same type of task at the same time. So rather than saying, okay, I'm going to do this week's content, and it's going to be a video and a LinkedIn post and then something else. And then the following week, you do it again. So I'm going to do a video and a written post and something else. Try to do all the videos in one go. 
and then all the LinkedIn posts in one go, if that connects with what you're doing, obviously. But the idea is that cognitive, I don't know, that switch, the time lost mentally from moving from a video to writing something to recording something, to etc., makes it quite difficult to stay in the flow. Whereas if you're making videos, or in my case, for instance, recording podcast interviews, to do a few at the same time means you're in the zone, you can just flow on from one to the next. Or if you're writing stuff, you write one post, well, you could go ahead and write a few more and it just flows through the pen. As opposed to writing something out and then thinking, oh gosh, now I have to sit in front of the camera and record a video or do a podcast, etc. So yes, try to batch content, but keep the flow by doing the same type of task at the same time. On a similar vein, always look at repurposing content. I'm sure you've heard this a lot of times, but for instance, the podcasting, I mentioned we manage podcasts for HR companies, and there's just so many ways you can use the content from the recorded conversation to repurposing that into little snippets, extracts of key quotes. We often make PDF summaries of each show. You can have quote images for an interesting quote as a solo image that you can use. You can turn that into an article, even into ebooks, etc. So try to take one thing and reuse it different ways. And it's, if anything, it's environmentally conscious. So I highly encourage it. Transcription service is another way to be more effective or efficient. And that is where you record your meetings or you record your training sessions, record solo meetings if you're trying to record your thoughts and things like that. Get them transcribed and a few years ago, there was probably only Otter AI that I can think of for transcription. Now they are just springing up everywhere. So there are a lot of different options for getting stuff transcribed. They will vary in terms of quality and price, etc. The quality bit means that if it's not so good, you have to take more time to edit it later and check that they got the right words because you will always have a good laugh with some of the AI transcriptions see how horribly wrong they get it but the more accurate the easier life is but as i said with some of that previous content repurposing stuff you can take a recording of a meeting turn it into a an ebook a report posts for linkedin etc all kinds of different ways you can do it and you could also record voice memos and things like that for those times when you have an interesting idea on the go for a product a service some sort of piece of content for social media so yeah the world's your oyster in that regard another thing is google docs or microsoft online anything online basically so if you're still using your documents purely connected to your computer then then you've got the stress of losing that if the computer breaks down or something like that but being able to share that with others to collaborate clients or freelancers or outsourced expertise to be able to access that or for you to be able to use your phone or tablet or whatever on the go. Personally, I love <laughs> working on stuff if I'm waiting for kids to be picked up and things like that. That's an opportunity to be updating documents and things like that. So certainly try to use the online documents in terms of streamlining things. Invoicing. You can get auto invoicing and you should be doing if you're not already. So if you've got recurring invoices, set them up. Don't be writing them out every month. I'm sure you're not, but just in case, please make sure you're using software, whatever it may be your financial or bookkeeping software to have invoices set up so that they go out the same time every month. Exactly the same thing, it's just a new invoice number and a new date on it and it gets tracked in the system, but please don't be doing that manually. I had a few people sort of recommending time tracking apps. So you probably heard of the Pomodoro technique, 
which is finite. Basically, you start the, the stopwatch and you've got nothing but uninterrupted work for that time and then you stop and you take a break, whatever it may be. But there are a few different ones for that. There's focusboosterapp.com. So that's one Pomodoro time tracking app, focusboosterapp.com. Then there's Toggle, which is another time tracking, you know, tracking your billable hours, things like that. So Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. And then the last one, which is quite an interesting one, another time tracking tool called Forest App. And that's a great tool that allows you to put your phone down and focus on what's important. And the idea is that you build a forest of trees. So where every tree symbolizes your task. The idea is if you can finish the tasks, then a tree grows. You plant a tree and it grows. If you leave the app or you don't complete the work that you assigned yourself, then the tree dies. So it's a bit of life or death, which can be nice, a little bit of pressure applied. But we certainly provide these types of habit tracking and time tracking spreadsheets for our clients to help them focus on maintaining that accountability and the progress and some of the marketing plans that we set out. Um, So if you're not a client now, go and check out some of these time tracking apps because that may be a way of helping you get more stuff done in the same amount of time. You've probably heard of the week concept, win the week. And I guess a simple version is just to say before the week starts, so the Sunday, you plan out what the week is for you, what's coming up, and then what you're going to work on and you know mapping it all out there's many different variations of that and you could list all of your to-do items and then prioritize them in terms of important not important and then you can evaluate and see which one you will work on first and when and all that sort of stuff one thing i will say to that is personally i like to write out the next day my to-do list on my phone email system And then I schedule that to be sent to myself at 7am. So that's just through the Google Mail. I'm sure they all do it. Yeah, so I do my plan the week stuff, but I will actually send that to myself. So an email arrives in my inbox when I wake up or when I first start looking at stuff and it's prioritized and I see it there. It's kind of a refresher. It's just a thing I like to do, but the point is plan the week, plan the day before it starts rather than trying to react and not necessarily focus on the most important things. And so there are many new tech tools available to help remove admin headaches and things like that, the calendars, the Zoom connections to scheduling apps and stuff like that. The last two I've got here, one is the Remarkable tablet. It's called Remarkable. If you think of like the Amazon Kindle, it's kind of those sort of shaded screens. So it's not that big, bright, neon, flashing light stuff that you know sends you blind with some of the tablets. You get the iPads and all those sort of things. It's got a pen. It recognizes your handwriting. So that's a very long introduction to me. I described earlier how I might go to kids' trainings and pick them up at different stuff. And I will often use the Remarkable app to write out handwritten notes and things like that. That thinking work that Deva was talking about, that's so important. That's where I might plan out product improvements, service improvements, client activities, things like that. And then I just hit the convert to text, basically. And so it will convert it to to text and will email that to myself. And so in my email inbox, I will then have a text version of my scrawled out handwriting stuff. So in other words, you can do all this deep thinking, planning, stuff that kind of flows when you have the pen in your hand. But then you still get the benefits of having that in a text version, which you can copy and paste into your calendar or into your to-do thing or into your Trello board, whatever you're using to get work done or to emails to clients and stuff like that. So 
You can use it in all sorts of ways. I might write out emails to my clients handwritten first and then copy and paste the text version later on, you know, when I'm online later. So it works offline, online, etc. So it's great for travel or, like I said, when you're on the road, things like that. And then the last thing I've got here is a weird one. It's called Focusmate. Focusmate. I'm trying to work out how to describe this to you. Basically, you go to the platform, Focusmate, and you book a time, half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever it is, and then it randomly assigns you with another person who has also booked that same time slot. And then at the appointed time, you click the call button, which is like a Zoom call thing, and you turn up to the call. And there's the person, and they say hello, and they ask you what you're going to work on. I might introduce myself. Hello, I'm Ben. I'm going to be working on notes for recording a podcast episode. They go, oh, that's great, Ben. I say, what are you going to be working on? They introduce themselves and they explain what they're going to be working on. Maybe it's studying for an exam. Maybe it's writing a play. Maybe it's painting a picture. Maybe it's filling in a complicated spreadsheet. They just tell you what they're going to do. And then that's it. You go, okay, great. See you afterwards. You typically might stick yourself on mute or whatever, but either way, you're sitting there on camera working opposite this person and there's this sort of weird obligation or pressure or whatever to get the thing done that you said you were going to get done. So I haven't used it too much. I kind of tested it out, but honestly, every time I've used it, I have nailed the task. I've finished whatever was being described at the start there. So if you're someone who might get distracted or find it hard to stay focused in this sort of remote world, you might enjoy focus mate and yeah it's like i said it's weird but i think it's very effective actually I'm really impressed with such a simple concept it's huge now like there's people thousands of people around the world using it it could be worth checking out and then the last one i guess i did say that was the last but the one the last one is probably my favorite and that's having an assistant you can't beat it years ago that would be a bit weird or a bit fancy or something but now virtual assistants i have people assisting me who are in different countries and you know, doing different tasks and things like that. And they're awesome. I love working with them. So we get to know each other. We have a laugh. They get stuff done. And sometimes when I have virtual assistants in different time zones, I actually just love waking up and finding a whole bunch of work done. Whereas opposed to you have a meeting, you set the task or you set a via Trello, whatever it may be, and then you wait for it to be done. If you have a different time zone, you can actually just wake up and there's the stuff you need right there and then. So it's kind of fun in that regard, but it's a wonderful way. And there are so many platforms, people out there who will give you great quality support and help you get the stuff you need done. So look, a bit of a jumbled episode, this one, I know, but I just thought it'd be interesting to share a few of the things that either I've used or others have recommended. And I'd love to hear what has worked for you. So please do message me back and say, yeah, Ben, I checked out this one or tried that. Or if you've got something else that you use or would recommend, please let me know and I'll stick that to the show notes. Check out the blog or the article for this episode and I'll put all the links in there and you can check them out at your leisure. All right, hope you're having a great day and I will speak to you soon. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.